Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 85 moving through change gracefully in this episode we talk about how change is non-stop and there's different tips and strategies that you can do to move through it in a more harmonious way i hope everybody enjoys the show hi guys welcome back we're so excited that you're here today's episode is all about how to go through change gracefully and this is something that can often come up when you're you're dealing with change you're trying to figure out how do i even move through this i was excited for a change and now it's happening now i don't know where to go from there so don't you think this is an important talk topic it's very important because everything in life is always changing Mm -hmm. everything your physiology is changing your relationships are changing your careers are sometimes changing the cities that you live in um, there's millions and millions of changes going on every single second so we could do a whole we could talk all day long about just the changes that we're going through. Yeah, we can. And I think it's important that sometimes when changes are happening as humans, we think that we need to make decisions that are completely drastic. Like, okay, I don't like what's going on in my relationship right now. It's over. Or I don't like what's going on in my business right now. I should quit my business. You know, but instead of thinking in extreme cases, Let's really bring you back to the the things that you can do to make sure you, you see more clearly so you don't have to make those drastic changes. That's an excellent too. point. And another thing to add to that is the title of this is how to move through change gracefully. Well, it's it's not always graceful. Mm-hmm. It's not always where you feel positive and you feel good. Um, there's going to be fluctuations in your emotions during change. I know I handle transition a lot different than Lindsay handles transition compared to how you handle your transitions. And um, sometimes it's gonna feel chaotic. Sometimes it's going to feel like you lose your faith for a second. Sometimes you're going to feel like you've done everything that you needed to do as, you know, in terms of self-care to handle the change effectively. And you're like, why is this not happening? Why am I not handling this change as effectively as I think I should? Well, in this episode, we're gonna be talking about different things that you can integrate into your life that will make this more of a smooth ride to where even though there might be some ups and downs along the way, this could be a much more smooth ride as you transition and change in your life. I love that. That's so true. And I'm glad that Tony brought that up because I think right now with like the new age type of talk, I'm putting this in quotes, everyone has to be positive. Actually, it's better to feel the emotions and if you're not having a positive moment come up, then accept that and don't resist against it. Like really be honest. Like really it's all about honesty, honest thoughts, not I gotta have positive thoughts in my mind. It's honest thoughts so you can kind of move through them. Right, and I could totally see it too because titles like this, how to move through change gracefully, you know, and you see all these different memes going on Instagram and Mm -hmm. Facebook and I share different quotes and memes and from the naked eye, it could just look like, oh, the message of that is just be positive. Yeah, exactly. But until you really dive deep into the context of things and into information, and then you start to apply it into your life, you start to realize the opposite of that. Yeah, and I think that's so important. And we'll keep on repeating this throughout our episodes too. You know, 
So should we get into the first one? Yeah, let's do it. So the habits, the habits that worked for you in the past before this change occurred, still do those. Still, still remain doing the same habits that you did that were effective in your life before the change occurred. Yeah, so I think like thinking of a big change that came up in, in our life was when Tony and I first met, we actually were traveling back from Tampa to St. Louis for eight months. Was it almost nine months? I, you know the exact date. It was about eight months, eight, yeah, eight months. or nine months. And so people, some people don't even know that, but we did that. So it was probably once a month we would go back and forth, I think. Yes. I think it was about yeah, once a month. It was once, yeah, definitely once a month yes. for the entire eight months. Right. So we knew that Tony was going to leave St. Louis in August. Was that right? Yeah, I August 2011. Yeah. So he's the one that has the dates in them, and I forget the dates. But yeah, he knew that, okay, I'm going to move to Tampa, and that's what's going to happen. So we knew that. He was excited about it. I was excited about it. doesn't matter how you're excited about it. Still, change is change. Now, for me, I was used to living in Tampa, so it was comfortable for me. It was natural. But when Tony came, it was exciting. And what were you feeling at that I was point? feeling every emotion you could. I, it was one of the most exciting times of my life. Everything was transitioning. Um, I knew that I met the lady that I was going to marry. <laughs> the lady that old. <laughs> the woman that I'm going to marry. <laughs> well, you are older than I am. Hey. <laughs> But it was a lot of exciting times and all of that, but it was also um, a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress, especially once I moved to Tampa and I was exposed to all these new people and relationships and um, I had to develop new gym partners, exercise partners, and I was, I was transitioning from um, running my lawn care business and going to college part-time in St. Louis to now going to college full-time in Tampa. So... All of this was going on, and I was a nervous wreck. I was a nervous yeah. wreck for a year and a half, two years. But the one thing that you did do that stayed consistent yes. with your habit was to work out. And that's the thing. And even though I was a nervous wreck, like we said at the beginning of this episode, sometimes during change, depending on where you are emotionally, psychologically, and all of that, you're going to handle it differently. Obviously, now, 10 years later, or almost 10 years later, I can handle things a lot better than what I did then. But then... Even though I was feeling all that anxiety and everything, I was still implementing the habits that worked for me beforehand, um, meaning exercising. So I was focused on um, attracting workout buddies and I was exercising. I continued that habit, which I would say that's a huge one, not just for me, for everybody. It's a, it's, exercise is 80% for your mentality and emotions. People, they confuse it and they think it's for their health. It's more... During that time, I was until this day, I use it for my mental health. Mm -hmm. So that was one of the habits. Um, reading books, inspira inspiring books, um, watching biographies on YouTube or reading biographies and, and articles, yeah. studying people that went through changes themselves and transition and the and the kind of like you are right now, like you're you're doing here with this podcast and taking the nuggets out of their experience and then applying it into your life. So. I continued to study, I continued to do the things that I did before I met Lindsay, and that's a few of the habits that I did. Yeah. And there's several more, but it's those were the core that was that actually helped me to continue my momentum. So I like that idea because if you are in transition, whether it's with a job or you're going full time with a business or you're in a relationship and you know that something's gonna shift there, create these habits that feel familiar to you. So 
if you are someone that used to cook in one house and you're moving from one location to the next, add that into the next location. Don't forget to do those things because that's kind of like a foundation and, and a comfort level there. Right. The, the easy thing to do is just think about what things, what habits bring me joy. Right. That, so get a piece of paper out right now or pause this and do it or do it after you watch the episode and write down the things that bring you energy. The, the hobbies and all of those things, those are the habits we're talking about. The, mm -hmm. the habits that bring you joy, bring you energy, not just habits that bring you money or you know, physical, you know, right away you get, you get the, the dopamine reward because you did the habit. These are habits that sometimes you do them during the day and the only thing you get from them is just a little bit of excitement and fulfillment, but you, you keep doing these over time, it compounds. It and does. then it creates like a, a happy person. It creates someone, yeah. really, it creates someone who's fulfilled. And I know the opposite of that. I know there was a few times to where I would put these habits off and I would start to feel resentment and stuff and, and, and anxiety and angers and different things build up inside of me when I don't do the core habits. And another thing too, not only think about the habits that worked for you before this new change, but also realize that there's going to be a group of new habits that you must create in order to keep on rising to the new level because the habits that got you to whatever level you're at before that change, they're not gonna be the same habits that are gonna get you to the next level that's and the next true. level and the next level. Some of them might be the same and that's what we were talking about at first, but then there's gonna be new ones. Like for example, when I moved to Tampa, a new habit that I had was um, going out and being okay with meeting new people every single week. Yeah. So where in St. Louis, I would meet new people, but it wasn't, I had my group of people, we'd go out, and it wasn't like this overwhelming stimulation to where now when I moved to Tampa, I resisted it for a while, but I still would go out. But then over time, I realized this is a good new habit for me to put myself out there and to meet, to be open to meeting new people. True. So yeah. it's and there's a there's a lot of other ones I'm trying to think of right now in the moment yeah. well, that I'm I had sure to add. Them, yeah, there's other stuff that will come up. But it's for we you could, to decide yourself, really. Yeah. And for each change, what what habits do I need to um, keep doing, and what habits do I need to add? Well, and one of the things I'll say before we move on, yeah, because I don't know if this I forget if this is in the list, but one of the habits can be to educate you on a topic that you're trying to transition into so if it has to do with relationships maybe you need to add the habit of reading a book on self-love yes you know maybe not how to fix the relationship right away maybe it's self-love first then you go into the relationship piece to it but but learn learning those things if you're not already doing it so i think that's important absolutely getting very specific like that and yeah. thinking about so if you're moving to a new city there's books out there and videos on what what are tips that I can do when I'm transitioning to a new city. Mm -hmm. The information's out there, so put everything into context and get specific with whatever you're working on in the moment. Right. Let's go on to the next one, too. Okay, so another thing we have is slowing things down. Mm -hmm. This is a huge one, and it reminds me of Disney, so the Disney movies, and I was talking to Tony when we were coming up with like little bullet points of what we wanted to talk about in this episode. And I know when Tony, this is the example I can give because it's like fresh in my mind of what I can think of. When Tony first moved to Tampa, I noticed he was talking to the lizards on the screen and we were in our like little one bedroom apartment 
and the same lizard would appear on the screen and he would talk to the lizard so we were 99 percent sure it was the same lizard yeah like i'm like our intuition told us it was it, it looked like it, it had the same uh <laughs> personality <laughs> the same energy because they all energy. look the same well no some of them look different but yeah i feel like it was just came to the same spot he was communicating with him and i was thinking when he was in transition even from teaching to you know going into his full-time business he was in transition and all of a sudden the squirrels start to come and and he felt like he needed to feed the squirrels at that point too and what i noticed was is just like in the disney movies when cinderella is communicating with the birds and the mice and kind of slowing down when she was going through something and snow white was talking to um some animals i don't remember which ones don't remember someone either. will have to fill us in if you're listening to this tell us what yeah, type us in the type in the comments please um and then there was another one the mermaid little mermaid she was talking to the crab and um there were some other things that i was thinking of but they all talk to animals in nature and i feel like if we want any kind of teacher about slowing down it is nature so whether you're talking to the trees, you're talking to the animals, let your soul mirror nature to slow down. Which Lindsay will speed you up. Lindsay's really good about that too. You'll if you need to go take a walk around the neighborhood, yeah. or if you're on the computer too long, you go out and you go for a little walk, fifteen minute walk, or mm -hmm. whatever it is. Um, going I back talk to the trees, she talks to the trees too, right? Not out loud, so, but to myself. Well, I you do. can do it out loud too. It's okay they as long as nobody's around. Crazy. As long as nobody's <laughs> around. But you could see, like, I as I was talking to the lizards at the beginning and as I continue to talk to the squirrels to this day, um, they show up every day on my patio looking for <laughs> um, cashews, or actually um, almonds and walnuts. I haven't fed them cashews Someone's yet. Someone's going to comment if, on here and say that we're poisoning and they're not supposed to have No, we, they're fresh, organic. There's no salt on them or I anything. Know. But you always have that Well, the way it slows things down, I didn't realize I was doing it. Lindsay actually brought this up or I don't know who brought it, we were talking and it, it hit us that that's actually what I was doing is slowing things down because as I, you know, as I'm building my business and going through the frustrations and the ups and downs of building a business, um, your emotions can get a little high, a little low. Well, when you go and you feed an animal, it slows you down because their only focus is eating. Mm -hmm. So it's like they have this food and when they're eating it, they have this appreciation mm -hmm. and like that's their goal like that's what it is and you're just you just lost in the moment yeah and then it just slows everything down instead of thinking about what do i have to do next what i have to get this done i have to do that you're like okay so a lot of times like on the patio my the computer would be sitting on the table and then i'm thinking all those thoughts i need to get this done i need to get this done and that's when the squirrels show up. Mm -hmm. And then, so it's kind of funny how it works. And then I'm like, all right, let me slow down, go get the peanuts. There you go. And then it, and then it's back. Yeah. And I think another thing that can come up with slowing things down is when you're in service to other people. So I find that when we do Camp Circle of Love, we go there actually the past year or so, I feel like there was the retreat that was happening coming up soon. So we didn't do it. Um, camp Circle of Love is a camp, a grief camp for kids, and it's a weekend camp where you go and you stay, and you know they have cabins and that sort of thing. So we're camp counselors for for the weekend, and we're completely in service to those kids. 
and we're not thinking about anything else. So when you're in service to others and you're giving back, there's something that takes place within your heart, it opens up, and somehow you have a new perception of life after you leave being of, in service to someone. So if you can find something to do that's in service, like donate your time with animals or volunteer at you know an animal shelter or be with kids, whatever, cooking at, um, probably not cooking I don't know what they could be the cooking soup, cooking at the soup, soup kitchen or something whatever yeah. whatever it may be or go into a park and picking up trash yeah. that's in the park or whatever it may yeah. be to take the focus off yourself that's when things start to get really clear and I think this kind of this goes unnoticed and I, I really want to make this into a big deal because it is a big deal if you have done some sort of service activity share with us in the comments um, because I want you to go back to that moment and think, what shifted in that moment? Did my perception change? Did my energy open up? What kind of moments took place? Were you more vulnerable? Think about that. And if you haven't done it yet, then go find something to do. There's stuff to do everywhere. Absolutely. And another thing to slow things down is take the longer approach to whatever you're doing. So if you're making coffee, grind your own coffee beans. Yeah. If you're cooking dinner, uh, make everything from scratch and um, make cook a really nice dinner for you and your husband or you and your wife or partner and um, enjoy it. And just you'll notice you notice that when you cook, when you cook things with fresh ingredients and you slow things down and you do it yourself, you enjoy the food a lot more, too. So it's a whole meditative experience. That's true. And I feel like Tony is really good at that, where he really does make everything look so nice, too. And he does take a lot of extra time when he's creating our meals because I feel like he's doing a lot more. Yeah, it's of my that. meditative time. Yeah, most of the time. Most of the time, I feel like that. Sometimes I don't feel yeah, like. Yeah, when cooking. you're not rushed. So another thing is um, sounding board. Do you want to talk about that? Yes. So you do need a sounding board. So if you're in transition, whether it's work, relationship, whatever's happening, find someone that you can speak to about this. So if it is a relationship thing, talk directly to your partner about this. Um, and if it's about something else where you're in transition with your business, find some people that have been through that process. And if not, grab a friend, go out, go out of the setting that you feel that, that stress and the overwhelm in, leave that setting. So if it's in your home, leave there and get in a new environment, something that feels good and you can think clearly and talk. Sometimes just speaking moves energy well, all the time. Every time. Every yeah, time. It's powerful. So do it. Write it out, speak it out, um, but really getting a sounding board, someone that you can actually share. Like They don't necessarily have to solve the problem. They could just be the listener for you. Absolutely. Or if you don't have somebody, you could do what I did today in the grocery shop parking lot. <laughs> what? Just talking to myself. Well, you have me when I'm... Out loud. Well... Well, I mean, like moment. in that moment, I was, I felt like I wanted to talk, I wanted to shift energy. I just wanted I to shift, saying. you feel in intuitively you want to shift energy. Um, when you feel like that, talk to yourself. And my, I put my headphones on <laughs> when I was in, that way people thought I was talking on the phone that were going by because I was parked right in the front of their grocery store. <laughs> but I was talking about things I'm grateful for. Oh, okay. I was, I was rooting myself back in because sometimes it's, you get derooted, like you have to get back in and like, all right, foundation clear. Mm -hmm. And then it just went into my vision. And I was just letting things that, I wasn't overthinking it. I was letting things come up that needed to come up because 
like Lindsay said, just moving that energy and talking, it, it moves energy. It does. And I felt it after I talked to myself in the parking lot today <laughs> in the grocery store. So, or you could hire a coach like me. Yeah. I do exactly. intuitive coaching. Lindsay does another form of coaching. Well, psychic uh, medium readings, readings and intuitive readings. Um, there's coaches out there in all kinds of specific niches. Um, you could hire a coach. But the point is, is to speak, get it out. And even if you're by yourself, even if you're talking to a tree, there's value in that. So true. So true. Are we missing anything? I don't think so. I feel like it's too, it would be too overwhelming to give any more details about this because when you're going through change, you, there's action steps that need to be taken for that change anyways. But this is, these are examples of how you can go through as gracefully as possible. Yes. And the number one thing to do is keep your faith. Keep, yeah, that's so, the last And the way thing. you keep your faith is the habits and everything we talked about on the show. Stay consistent. Put people in front of you, whether it's videos or your friends um, or books. Put messages in front of you that feed your faith. Like You, you hear this in religi- religions and um, really anywhere where people are teaching spirituality or how to like dig deep inside of yourself. Mm-hmm. It always talks about feed your faith. Mm-hmm. And if you need a little help in that, I have an accountability checklist, which if you type in the comments, if you're on social media, type send, I will send the accountability checklist to you. And it's six habits that you could put into your life to actually help you get through change and help you go through change in a more harmonious way. Yeah, so you so, have some sort of direction. That's true. And were you going to say something else? No, I was going to add, I was just going to say, so type sin in the comments if you want the accountability checklist, if you're on social media, if you're listening through Apple iTunes, uh, look in the description, the accountability checklist will be in there. Yeah. And it's always on your website, TonyCMitchell.com on the front page. Um, I love that. And faith is so important. And I think with transitions and changes, you get the excitement feeling, then you get the freak out moment and you want to run back the other way. So if you keep the faith the whole way through and know that, yes, there's going to be some bumpy parts of this road, but continue to stay consistent with movement because it's constantly going to be happening. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.